Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's brand new Off The Record podcast. And in today's episode, there is a DJ world record at Glastonbury. How to achieve your DJ goals in one hour. And what to do if you run out of gigs. Let's get stuck into this week's Off The Record podcast. Roll the tiles. Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is Off off, off, off The Record. Off The Record. Off The Record. How are we doing, boys? We're good. Yeah, very good. Survived last week. Jamie was ill. Yeah, I know, Dan- but I'm batting out and my voice has gone a bit more back to normal for anyone that listened it, to the it podcast lasted last a week. while, though. I know, yeah. It's uh, it's still showing up in my data. Like, you've got like a heart track rate tracking your fitness watch thing. Um, it's still showing up in the data. Like, you know, my, my ha- resting heart rate's higher still. It's all in the data. It's all in the data. <laughs> but you know what? I've, I've just gone, forget that. I'm just working out again. I'm just doing yeah. my usual. I'm like, I'm not waiting around for this. For anyone watching, I'm just going to cut Danny because he bleeds feta cheese. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was on holiday. How was your hold? It was good. Very relaxing. But yeah, I'm still trying to ease down on the food a bit. Very tanned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you go? I, I went to Greece. Greece. Do you find that when you go on holiday, you just like oh. eat and consume and eat yeah. and eat yeah. and eat? You just don't stop eating. That's what you do. That's all I do. Drink. What, one week get in up, a year. Get up, beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had to have that like airport 4 a.m. beer. It's just like the law, isn't it? You go to an airport, you oh, got yeah. that beer. Yeah, for sure. Me and you have very different breaks. Yeah. Uh, well, you've yeah. just been away, haven't you? You yeah. talk about that. Survived. Um, yeah. Anyone listen last week? I was out in Ibiza working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can. Yeah, I mean, one set across a whole weekend. Yeah. No, know. it was it was fun. <laughs> Flew out there on a Friday. Gig on Saturday. Home Sunday. Um, but really good. Uh, played there last year. Uh, Ibiza rocks. This is so. It's essentially a big hotel, and all the rooms basically overlook the um, the stage basically and um, they have some huge acts on there were you staying in the Beatha Rocks they stayed in the Beatha Rocks as well which is amazing um because you get to meet like all the DJs that were there met Switch Disco or we're killing it they have a Friday residency residency out there um I played for a brand called Applebone which is like hip hop garage UK stuff uh, and it was absolutely rammed. I did it last year it wasn't it was early season um, yeah. we actually went on Danny Stagdo last year yeah. um. And I played there, and it was very early season, so a bit, bit more tame, but this um, year is all in. Um, super cool. Treated me really well, though, so thanks to guys at Ibiza Rocks, and I'm there again next month. Um, so, yeah, if you want to go and check that out, you can check out all my socials, D- at DJ Lawrence James. There's some pics and stuff up there as well. Um, Are you classed as a resident if you're playing a few times? Or what, what What classes you as a resident? Mine's the guest. Or are you a guest? So there are, there are residents there, so look, right. shout out DJ Policy, shout out C-Star, shout out Khadijah. Um, they are the residents over there for Apple Bum. They're and they're there. playing that every day, they're every there. day, pretty much. No, or? so they're they're actually so that a lot hap- that they're residents for the brand which do every Friday at Beat the Rocks. Mm. But obviously they live on the island. So for example, I went to one of DJ Policy's nights. He plays at a, a bar called Soul City, and he's there sort of every night, every other night. And there's a group of them, like three, that kind of rotate. Um, so it's quite interesting mm. because Applebum is a UK brand, right? Yes. So it's an event well, brand. Well, Europe, a, but now it's started in that UK. Yeah, and it's around the UK and does cities around the UK. And then summer now they do a residency yeah, yeah. in Ibiza. So it just shows if you can get in with a brand in your mm. country or yeah. even your city, you never know where that brand's going to take you. And that's mm. where that brand has taken you now to Ibiza yeah. to be able to play, what, three times is it over the summer in Ibiza? Yeah, for sure, yeah. So that's amazing just to see how, like, you don't have to necessarily go out to the party islands and try and pick up gigs. Gigs can actually... 
you know, take you out there instead. So yeah, yeah. it's a really because, good thing to think about. Yeah, because what happens is, you know, you grow as a DJ and, and your promoters around you do as well. Like they get yeah. they get ambitious. They don't want to be doing, you know, one night a week on a Wednesday student night. Mm. They get ambitious. All of a sudden they're doing four or five nights. Then all of a sudden they can't make any more money. So maybe they'll go out of town, out of the, out of the city centre to a, a, a nearby city. Mm. You know, they, they max that out and then it's like, okay, summer, everyone goes abroad. Uh, DJs go abroad as well to get some work. Um, so yeah, it all plays into it. And if you just play a sort of the long game, you know, st yeah. stick professional, keep them um, relationships intact over time. Yep. And yeah, you never know what could, what could come of it really. Me and you, Danny, had the same experience, but the opposite time of year. So promoters that we knew ended up starting their own skiing and snowboarding festival. Yeah. And we ended up going out there as like resident DJs for the festival and have done for many years. I don't anymore, mm. but you, you've been out there for the I last have, few yeah. years as well. So, same promoters as the one I've just been to, by the way. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, there yeah. you go, Again, smashing it. Small circles. <laughs> yeah. Smashing it in Ibiza and in the Alps. Yep. Uh, sick bit of news this week. Um, DJ Archie, nine-year-old, is, is now in the Guinness World Record for the youngest DJ to ever perform at Glastonbury. Right, let's give him a clap. Give him some of these. Nine years old. And he, and he, he plays drum and bass. Yeah. And he's, he's class. Crazy. So for, yeah, follow DJ Archie on, on Instagram. He's absolutely brilliant. I think he was. He also said that he was the first he was the youngest DJ to ever play in a club at four years old. Oh my God. <laughs> four. I mean, I four. yeah, I don't, like know. He's got, I don't he's, know how that went His down. parents are absolute legends, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's amazing. Um, Big shout out to our uh, YouTube family. We are live again. Uh, we also we always love your input. So if you are yeah. watching uh, online in from everywhere, from Las Vegas to Uganda, so oh what's nice. that? Love that. Um, we love your questions. So it can be literally anything. If you want to know how to get more gigs, if your controller's broken, or sort of anything in between, if you want to take us to Las Vegas, that's fine as well. Like, um, <laughs> but any questions, um, Jamie's going to favorite your questions throughout the podcast. Yeah, man. Um, and we love to answer your your nitty gritty questions at the end. Um, so yeah, and let us know where you watching from as well um okay so today's uh, theme we talk about achieving and leveling up success you might have heard or you should have seen already that we launched a complete um, dj package last, last week yes um, shout out to jiggy ricky as well just oh. saying just bought it oh well nice. there we go jiggy uh, perfect well, time uh, keep that dj name by the way yeah. jiggy ricky top tier nice <laughs> that can be in go dj no dj next week <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we launched a complete dj package uh, if you don't know it's just um access to everything that we've ever created um, education-wise. So it's over 20 plus courses, uh, 50 hours of bonus content, um, and then you get access to any future um, course we ever make as well. Um, so yeah, it's kind of the package that grows with you and literally all the education you need to succeed. Um, so go and check that out if you're not checked out already. Um, but we're going to try and give you some more like actionable steps. And, and I've been thinking, you know, what can you do with very limited time? You know, one of the sort of common questions or themes we get is you know how much time do i need to put into this you know am i doing my am, am i doing enough am i practicing enough and i think that it can actually, can actually be broken down into it can get overwhelming you see somebody with you know twenty thousand followers putting out 10 pieces of content a day you're like how do i even get there mm, how do you yeah. get to that place but like just systematically if you would just break it down into small chunks and we just think about right one hour a day that's either you know getting up one hour early going to bed one hour later not watching 10 episodes of what's out money heist yeah. squid game and <laughs> watching anything. nine instead okay so yeah. just trying to um, carve out um, one hour a day per day what can we do with that so if we think about a general monday we're going to start off with just um no no plan practicing so that is literally 
putting the fun back into what you what what the thing that you love to do, which is just setting up your decks in your room mm. and just practicing without an end goal. So there's not this thing. Oh, I've got to get this loop perfect. I've not got to try this thing. It's just like total open practice. You know, even if you just love house, let's put some R and B on and let's let's have a mix and just have no kind of expectation. Yep. Um, just totally get lost in it. Play the music that you love um, with no kind of plan, just for like an hour. Um, and you can set a time as well. Like, you'd be like, okay, one hour I'm going to dedicate to this, get started. Um, and you'll probably find yourself just going over because you're just in it. Yeah, enjoying yeah. yourself. Yeah. I think I think that's a great way to expand on creativity. Giving yourself the freedom and the space to just be and do, you know, the thing that you love. That's where usually the creative things start to crop up. Um, and, and, you know, you're probably going to touch on this, but that yeah. whole learning process of yeah. going back and forth between learning something new and then you know, actually just practicing your craft as well. And there's two sides to it. So I'll let you carry on, and but we'll jump back in with that. No, no, 100%, yeah. And just having that, that free practice. And it's something that like we struggle with as well. Obviously, we DJ quite a lot. We've got Crossfader. And then now and again, we'll just have an hour to ourselves and be like, oh, this is heaven. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is, yeah. <laughs> You've just been doing it down here. It's just yeah, like, exactly. So yeah. nice just to have no end goal to it. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And then that, you come up with the mentalist transitions and, and that kind of stuff that stick with you yeah um so i just think yeah phase one step one monday just one hour on a, like on a monday either like i say get up early or, or go to bed later or just you know and it one evening um one hour of just like uh practice so tuesday then i would take that time to then film that content so you've you've made some uh, mashups, you've done some transitions you would be like oh this works this doesn't work this works let's now dedicate a time to actually Putting, pressing record, setting, putting your phone up and like recording some of that stuff that you that you filmed yesterday. Mm. And that way it's not like you don't have pressure to be, all right, all right I'm gonna, I've only got an hour here. Let me film something. I need to get something and then nothing's coming off and yeah. you've got that, you're like, oh God, okay. And then you put your phone away and you, like I say, you get an overwhelm of going online, don't you? And seeing all these DJs posting mm. and you're like, oh God, nothing seems to be happening. But if you just take away that and just like, today I'm filming and that's it. Um, yesterday I practiced today I'm filming have you ever found it as well mm. where, when you've been like had that 24 hours where yeah. you've been to sleep you've let your brain step away from yeah. what you're doing then yeah. when you come back to it suddenly like you, you notice a it difference you're like it's clicking yeah. oh what what's happened here like and actually all it is is you've just given your brain chance to actually digest it and and let it soak in you know and it's usually overnight as well you can have a break during the day and go back to it but it's when you go to sleep that mm. it really like imprints these new little things you know whether it's transitions yeah. or skills it imprints yeah. it in your brain yeah. um it's almost in your muscle memory as well is, yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> well and, it, and, and look about 50 percent of crossfader mixes was made the day after it started yeah. yeah so if you look at the youtube video don't don't pretend they don't happen in one take no, like i wish they did I'd, yeah i wish they did and i'd say i definitely like um with the, the product releases because when a new product we get we have to try and do you know use the new features mm. and and you'd be so so you'll be you'll have this thing in your head that you're trying to do you're trying to do and you're like i'll just go sleep on it and you'll come back and either it won't be that important and you're just like why don't you why don't I just cut that out <laughs> yeah it's too hard it doesn't yeah. make sense so you just cut that out and you're like actually it's more amazing or yeah. you come back to it nail it in one take because you're just fresh yeah um so yeah tuesday is filming so you've got monday um practice practice yep. um tuesday filming. filming uh wednesday is the time to post that content so sort of edit it post it and I have the time to sort of interact with it as well. So just in that day, your content's gone up and then you're going to sort of interact, not just with your stuff, uh, but with, you know, other DJs that you follow, your mates, uh, other big DJ accounts as well. It's quite a good way to sort of boost your following. If you're in like a niche, uh, you can sort of, 
get into a habit of commenting on like big DJs posts because they'll find your stuff eventually. Um, you don't need to be like, oh, by the way, if you're into techno, follow me. It can just you can you can add some value to somebody's post and then comment on what, what somebody else has said. You're like, oh yeah, I like that too. What are you into? Are you into? And then build some relationships through, yeah. through mm. that way, and that's how you can sort of build a community around like the music you that you enjoy. Mm. Yeah. At the end of the day, all the people that you're going to want following you, uh, yeah. uh, you know, are following the people that you know you look up to as well. Yeah. And probably commenting on the the posts that you like. So yeah. Yeah. you know, you kind of you do. I, sometimes when I look in comments, you see regular commenters, and it, it makes you think, "Oh, who's that person?" They're obviously really active in this yeah. scene, in yeah. this you know sub genre of the industry or something. Mm. Um, let's just connect. And, yeah, and mm-hmm. that happens all the time. Yeah, so a DJ said to me like, "Oh, I just feel like I'm posting the same thing," and it's like, "Well, I I I really like Drake." All, all the songs sound the same. <laughs> but, yeah, I like, do you know what I mean? I like if you like one artist, you're not like, oh my god, that sounds exactly the same as the last one. It's like you like you like what you like, don't you? Yep. Um, so again, and it's just taking that mind frame out of being like, this is spread over three hours, over three days, as opposed to trying to get all this done in like one pressurized afternoon where you know you're you're tired or you're hungry, you're you're, you're late or something. You just you've got a plan for the day, and now it's like I've got an hour. My only focus is on going on Instagram or TikTok for an hour, uploading my stuff and reacting to it and trying to sort of build a community. Mm. Um, uh, and then Thursday. So Thursday is sort of more networking. So more reaching out to uh, the people that are like hiring in your area or more local DJs online. So anyone that, any sort of managers that you know that you can sort of find on LinkedIn or Instagram uh, or any sort of local DJs in your area, any like event planners, um, anyone's got like an agency now you've sort of uploaded your recent content you can send that and be like look i'm active i'm like serious mm. i've just uploaded i'm consistent mm. um check out my stuff you know if ever i can come and warm up for you um if you've got any slots here there or anywhere um you'll be you'll, you i think you'll be very surprised how many sort of um doors you can open i think weirdly people are just afraid to ask Mm. And, it, and and yeah. as soon as you put yourself out there you, you realize managers go oh yeah oh my god yeah we're struggling here <laughs> like <laughs> we've got we've been reaching out djs we can't find any djs like you'll be surprised um so i'd say just stick to one hour a day on a thursday um to to start, start networking um good time as well sort of before the weekend as well you might find yourself a quick opening at the weekend yeah um friday um inspiration like learning and inspiration day so get on youtube um go on to um find you know your favorite djs who's been at you know who's been performing at glastonbury this weekend you know can i get some inspiration from that go and watch our oh, crossfader just purport, uh, posted a tutorial can i go and learn some of these we just posted a techniques uh transitions mix last night there's like 10 different nine different transitions there like can i just go and learn that you don't have to do it it's just like go and watch it you know ingest it soak it in write some ideas down in your notes um that you can come back to a lot later. of my inspiration comes from Listening to other DJs, like there's exactly. nothing wrong with yeah. taking inspiration from other DJs and going, oh, that was cool. I'm going to try to replicate that. Okay, now I'm going to like, you know, take that track and mix it with something different. And then suddenly you go off down a tangent and you're like, oh, this was a cool tangent. Yeah, right? yeah, know? yeah. And that all stemmed from me just like watching DJ mix a song. And I thought, oh, that's a cool song. I want to do something with that. So. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, I did it like yesterday. We got some new equipment. Can't tell you what it is. We got some new equipment in. I'm like, where shall I go with this mix? Where shall I go? And then um, I looked and I found a couple of mixes from. Jazzy Jeff, that's our, uh, our friend Jordan Lee. I was like, yeah, a little bit of kind of like 90s, early 2000s hip hop. Like I'm inspired by that. Let's go uh, and do something like that. So again, just that day is, is your dedicated day. One hour just to sit and almost almost not do nothing, but just sit, watch, ingest, take notes. Um, and then you can, you see the cycle next time on when you come back around Monday, you practice, you've got some 
things to sort of practice about and then think about um saturday as well depending on how many gigs you've got just kind of go out go out go out to the gig so saturday will be generally the busiest place won't it in, in town or your city mm. or something like that um try and go to as many gigs as you can and sort of introduce yourself um go to you know local bars if you want to go to the club scene or something like that just try and go out to like an event even if it's like part of your inspiration there's a gig on this afternoon somewhere let's go and let's go and check it out um, and that's that's that all feeds into sort of your plan, um, and then Sunday, most important one is like rest. Like, don't do anything GJ related, no. like at all. Just like totally switch off, turn your phone off, um, and enjoy like a rest and relaxation. And then you can see where it, the, if you get into this good, kind of good routine, um, it, it just it'll just happen naturally for you and like yeah. fall into plan. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be devil's advocate, and yeah. I'm also going to like just explain that like that's a great example of, yeah. of, a, of a week yeah. and how you can dedicate your time one hour a day throughout the week but obviously you can interchange that you oh, don't have yeah. to be like okay well you know thursday is always going to be networking day and stuff yeah like, for sure you can just get into that mindset of going okay well one hour each day i'm dedicating towards the thing that i love yeah. and that could be in dis- different capacities something you haven't mentioned is you know searching for music and just listening to music that's a big part of djing is not actually being in front of the decks but just sure. listening to lots of music tune hunting mm. you know you don't even have to open any dj equipment uh, software sorry or touch any dj equipment you can just listen and that's something i love doing as well yeah. um, and you can do that you know as you're going about your day-to-day as well you know you can have music on in the background at work sometimes if if, if it calls for it if you just sat mm. A laptop at the gym at the gym while you're driving so that's a whole part of it as well but also just thinking about like well what are your goals you know if you want to achieve goals if your goal is you know working DJ, it's a great setup for a working week but maybe your goal is just to get more creative and that's yeah. where you can just split out that time yeah. across the different aspects of learning and allowing for creativity to flow um because as someone mentioned in the comments here with the live it's like creativity can't be forced so you've got to give yourself that time to like allow it to just flow sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't we all know that anyone that's you know really like stuck at djing for a while will know sometimes it just doesn't click for sure and then sometimes you're like whoa the flow is real right now i'm just picking all the right tracks and they're just working um and and you just end up you know in in a good place and that's where sometimes maybe if you're just battling away at the decks trying to force something out it's not working try a different aspect of it just like lawrence was saying you know maybe it's like you know what i'm just gonna like get online and just go and comment and watch some other djs and just go and comment on some videos yeah still practical it's still productive um and maybe that's what you know your journey needed at that moment it wasn't about being in front of the deck so you know give yourself that fluidity yeah yeah and i think that yeah like a great quote is like creative people need time to do nothing yes yeah if you just always think about it we have it all the time like just need some time to yourself doing absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. and get inspiration from other places don't feel like you have to go and watch another dj to get ideas as a dj Uh like you could literally watch you know like some orchestra or something and think oh you know what's going on there how is the cohesion between all these instruments how does that work you know how does how is an orchestra put together how do all these elements come together of, of of like 50 odd you know different musicians can I bring some of that into my, you know, structure as a DJ? Like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm piecing things together. Yeah. Mm. So you can get inspiration. It doesn't have to be as linear as like, I watch a DJ set, I get inspired, I go and do that. Like, you know, yeah. it can come from all places. Sometimes you could get inspired by just, you know, visual things. It could be like videos that you watch. It could be, you know, graphics that you see. It doesn't even have to be music. So yep. it definitely just fuel that creativity. <laughs> a great message from one of our students and i might make this like a feature because we got some really good reaction from a guy who 
last week on a podcast became uh, he, he reached out he was a K-pop DJ and um, he reached out to his favourite club um, long story short he ended up being a residency just by reaching out to them sort of a cold email um, and people love that and uh, I've got a, another one here it's a bit shorter but it's from a student called Noz he says uh, I'm an Argentina DJ and producer uh, and I moved to Madrid two months ago I started going to clubs and talking with people at the second club I went to I met the DJ there and we hit it off I showed him my DJ material and my live sets that I've got on YouTube and he got me to play eight clubs in six weeks. Now I'm playing three or four shows a week at the, and the clubs are booking me all the time. Bottom line, don't wait for it to happen. Go and make it happen. Well, nice. Yep. Go on. Love to hear stuff like that. Love to hear that. I think, yeah, just the more sort of positive reinforcement you get from sort of people in your sort of similar situation, um, I think it's great because like I said, what I said it before, like people are sort of afraid to ask uh, mm. networking it just doesn't come natural to sort of everybody yeah. uh, but if you've got you know if you've got a bit of social proof a bit of content that you can just like lead with mm. or if you can lead with value even better uh, that can get definitely get your foot in the door yeah 100% uh, right shall we have a bit of reddit yep reddit drama it's all over the place people arguing fighting all up in your face reddit drama reddit drama uh, this is an interesting story. Just quickly, oh, there's going to be more Reddit drama. Like, we need to say that Reddit drama has exploded recently. It's all over <laughs> oh, the news. Yeah. Like, oh, Reddit right. drama is just a, a whole, it's topic, whole topic, in, topic in mainstream yeah. media at the moment. Redditdrama.com. Um, Reddit's yeah. having drama. So, um, <laughs> if, if nobody else knows, like, loads of Redditors have closed down their groups and groups. no one knew can join them because Reddit are trying to charge... Trying to monetize um, it. Yeah, trying to monetize it in, in, in other ways to use the APIs and things. So, um, which is not what the platform was... Doing develop for in, no. in the first place and all these people have put years and years into building these yeah. open forums and yeah. then they're trying to yeah, just pay for it monetize now. off it so interesting yeah this is an interesting story it's not like it's not, not a beef it's not being a knob or anything but um, it's just an interesting story and a similar thing happened to me so um, before the pandemic I was a local DJ downtown at several clubs I was getting paid about $150 per night it wasn't um, so much that I enjoyed the experience but more the money my friends would be with me I enjoyed doing it um, and I was not to be a brag, but I was pretty good. I'm also a music producer and has been featured on live streams from artists like Dead Mouse's uh, record label Mousetrap. Sound, he sound like he's established yeah. DJ, doing well. Yeah. Uh, after the pandemic, I only got one gig for two hundred fifty dollars for the night. After that, all doors shut in my face. They started hiring young eighteen, nineteen year olds for dirt cheap, like fifty to hundred dollars a night instead. Uh, not to be an asshole, but I went to the club, uh, heard them play, and it was just horrible and i was like this is what this is what i've been replaced with fast forward no matter who i talk to or which club i go to i get slammed with sorry we've already got a dj um sorry my friend who has been in the entertainment events um completely and loved my mix and he said he'll be getting me a gig very soon um not a single word and the last time i tried talking to him he ghosted me um uh, my music is my hobby i'm getting really depressed for being shut down uh, I've got a decent um, day job, so it's not like the be all and end all. But any advice? Because I'm at the point where I don't know what to do. Mm. Mm, tricky thoughts. Uh, it's interesting. It's not being a knob. Uh, it's just I don't circumstantial. Think he is. I feel yeah. like um, the whole COVID thing was a very big turning point for the whole industry. Like, I feel like this is when you know things like TikTok blew up mm. a lot, really. Um, and yeah, this whole, I feel like a new wave of DJs really came in and I'm sure it was, this, it was like that here and it will have been like that all over the world, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like it was like a different way to showcase your talent full stop compared to what it was before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, whether all the promoters were suddenly like, oh, we want to go towards that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what happens, but... Yeah, I mean, it's so weird because exactly the same thing happened to me. Mm. Um, like, yeah, I went back to the, the clubs and first of all, they tried to sort of undercut everyone and that's not like for your talent or anything like that. It was mm. It's circumstantial, right? Clubs were closing left, right and centre. They needed they needed to cut all costs everywhere. Like yeah. you know, everyone was getting cut costs. It wasn't just DJs. That's what the first thing I will say. Um, and yeah, two two things with, with me. One, I, I refused to, I refused to um, lower my fee because I just in, I just knew long term where that would put me in a position mm. uh, because I've never done it before and I think as soon as you sort of give open a gap up then you lose your credibility. Now I was in a more of a fortunate position where you know pretty established. I know a lot of promoters and obviously we've got crossfade and things like that. Uh, but I knew that as soon as I started taking less money, that's just an open door for. Because you can never really have the conversation about okay, what level of COVID are we out of here, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. It, it's a very tricky one to sort of navigate. Mm-hmm. So I held firm, um, and yeah, but I, yeah, again, I, I, there was DJs doing it for like fifty pounds. I was getting paid to sort of two fifty, three hundred. There was DJs in there going for fifty pounds, and yeah, they weren't great at all. But t- times were just crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think two things. One, I I would hold firm if you got sort of a another income mm-hmm. um, because you're established and stuff. You don't want to go down that route. But two, uh, which a lot of people are suggesting on Reddit is to start your own parties. Yeah. yeah. If you've got a sort of a niche in the music that you love, you can get a collective of DJs <clears throat> around sort of your similar age, mm-hmm. start a really small venue, 100, 200, <clears throat> promote Especially it. if you're not doing it for yeah. the money. You yeah. know, he mentioned mm. that he's not doing it for the money. He's got a job and this, that, the other. But, you know, should he carry on trying this? And that's a great solution in that mm. circumstance for sure yeah um and i think that's one way around it um but yeah i think that like i said i don't think there's been a, a not really thing like that but there's some really good comments like yeah start your own party i've started my own party and you know now we're making money all that kind of thing so yeah a couple of ways to go about it but yeah always difficult when you know djs are undercutting you and all this kind of thing but i would always say it's kind of sort of stick to your guns and because as soon as you go low it's it's a lot. It's a bit like when nightclubs. Whenever I see a nightclub saying one pound drinks, I'm like, you're going to close in about a month. Yeah, you just yeah. know it because as yeah. soon as you're offering one pound drinks, yeah. you can't be like, okay, now it's three pound because everyone will be like, well, it was one pound last week. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as soon as you start lowering your fee, I think that you're in a you're in tricky sort of waters. Mm. Uh, right. Shall we do a game? Yes. Yep. Let's do it. Uh, we are doing higher or lower. So okay, you guys yep. can play along at home in your car, at the gym. Where's Where's the weirdest place you've listened to this podcast? Can you DM us that? <laughs> Don't be too weird. But where is Where are you? Where are you right now? Somebody like up a mountain, or um, I want to know if you're listening to this podcast then in a weird place. Let us know. Yeah. Not too weird, but you know, um, uh, you can play along online as well on YouTube, Facebook. Um, it is. Who are the richest DJs in the world? Oh, so I'm gonna mm. choose a DJ, and then I'll say the next DJ, and you've got to uh, say whether they are worth more or worth less, which is a very weird rich game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is this is a Forbes list, so I didn't make these numbers up. Right, so Steve Aoki, we'll start with. It's all them big guys. Right. Uh, Steve Aoki is worth 95 mil. Well done. Good for him. Good for him. Throwing kicks. 95 mil for throwing kicks. He's got a massive trampoline in his house as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like off his balcony. Yeah, like his, jumps off his jumps balcony. Jumps off his balcony into his pool. Yeah. Unbelievable scenes. Yeah. I know someone that 
I just found out, I think this weekend just gone, that they ended up having, like, picking Steve Aoki up after an, a, a night that they'd been to with a friend from a hotel and, like, they went out just partying together. <laughs> I and it was just totally random. Yeah. And, and they didn't really, they were like, oh, it's Steve Aoki. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, it's just this weird thing. That it's just weird. Happened. But you would still, you'd just expect Steve Aoki to be there. Cause yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I read on the thing, I was like, oh my God, he's worth that much. But it's because he did. He does not stop gigging. He is that. Yeah. He, he said he did 277 gigs last year. I was like, what? Jeez. What yeah. was the number again? Sorry. Uh, right. Steve Aoki is worth $95 million okay. dollars, according to Forbes. Yep. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a, a lot of money. Is Dead Mouth's worth. Is Dead Mouth? The Mouse? Dead Mouth. Dead Mouse worth more mm. or less than Steve Aoki. I'm Higher saying. or lower than 95 mil for Dead Mouse? Higher. I'm going to say lower. Although he has got a late... No, I'm going to say lower. It is lower. Is it? 50 mil. Wow. 50 mil. Wow. Now, the next one's a curveball. And if you know who this is, don't shout it out because this will affect it, right? Uh, so, Dead Mouse, 50 mil. Higher or lower? Thomas Bangalter. Ooh. Higher. That's really... Ooh. Oh. If you don't do any gigs, oh. and the odd line... Yeah, but, like, think about the music and the, and the, the catalog. royalties, like... The back catalogue is royalties. strong. Right. So, you both know it is. Yeah. yeah. Right, wait a minute until you answer it because people might not know that. Okay. So, higher or lower to Thomas Bangalter? F- 50 mil is Dead Mouse. I'm going to go higher. I'd say higher, but not, higher. By, not by much. Slightly. It is $70 million. Yeah. Wow. Nice. And he is? He is one half of Daft Punk. One half of Daft Punk. Yeah. And uh, hasn't he just released a new album or just about to release oh, a new album? I think cool. so, yeah. A solo album. Have they done yeah. many separate stuff, have they? Then? I yeah, I mean, think. he's got a massive catalogue in his own name. Oh, fair like, enough. There's yeah. so much stuff he's done. That's cool. Check him out. Uh, okay, Thomas Bangalter, half of Daft Punk. Oh, and Stardust, you know, music sounds better with you. Ah, That's him as well. Mm. Nice. Uh, 70 mil for him. Afrojack, higher or lower? Higher. Mm. But yeah, he's like one of these Vegas DJs, so it could be yeah. higher, yeah. Higher. Um, he'll, pay, he'll charge big bucks yeah. for the gigs, I think. Yeah, higher. But maybe not as much royalty. L- lower. Oh. Six, 60 mil. I mean, don't feel too bad for yeah. it. <laughs> don't feel too bad. This is a hard game. It is, though. it is. And yeah. there is a few more curveballs in it. Okay. Um, this is probably not one of them. Higher so he was 60, yeah? Yeah. He was 60 mil. Right. Higher or lower, my best mate, David Goetta. Oh, higher. <laughs> He's got to be like way up. There. I know it's David higher. Getter. I know it's David Getter, guys. All right. Higher. Um, yeah. 150 mil. Jesus. Yeah. Battle of the Titans, Tiesto, higher or lower than 150 mil? I'm going to say lower. I'd say lower. It's higher. Ooh. What? I think, I Even with all those pop, I suppose uh, Tiesto's got a lot like pop Tiesto well. lately, yeah. he's like he's got a new top yeah. ten but every week. Was it last year or the year before that David Getter actually sold his whole catalogue of music? Yeah, he did. He? Yeah, yeah, he was for like hundred mil, music it? It was like hundred mil yeah. or something. Um, so yeah, Tiesto's worth one hundred and seventy mil. Wow. Uh, Chainsmokers, higher oh, or lower? Yeah, they're pretty lower. Big. Um, lower. Lower. God. Yeah, it is lower. Still eighty mil. I mean, so good. that's more than Afrojack, more than Dead Mouse, more than they're doing all right. Half of Daft Punk, eighty mil. Uh, Swedish House Mafia, higher or lower? Is that all three of them? Uh, yeah, is it combined income. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, or is so. it the, I don't, the Swedish I think House it's the Mafia brand? brand yeah, right? I think yeah. it's the brand which does change it. Mm, does change I'd, it, doesn't it? I'd maybe say lower. Who was it? Chainsmokers last. Yeah, year, 60. eighty mil, eighty mil, eighty mil Chainsmokers. So uh, oh, I'm gonna say. Higher? I'm, I'm going to say lower. It's higher. 100 mil. Right. right. 100 mil. Okay. Um, the king, Calvin Harris. Oh, he, he's got to be highest. top, surely. got to be highest. Higher. Yeah, at the top. I the thought he was one. the highest. 300. And again, seeing as you know the first one, um, the second one was a curveball. Guy Manuel de Homon Cristo. Do we know who that is? 
Jai Manuel. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Holman Christo. Yeah, is, is he is he higher or lower than Gavin? <laughs> who is who is he? Ryan, who is? <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say, Guy Manuel de Holman Christo. I mean, what a name! Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obvious when, when you say it. It will be now when you say <laughs> lower. Because I don't. I mean, I'm saying lower. I mean, it is Calvin Harris, so yeah. Yeah, I'm lower. <laughs> yeah, it is lower. Ninety mil. He's the other half of Daft Punk. Oh, oh right. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, yeah, ninety mil. He's he's got twenty mil more than his mate. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> he's got more than Thomas Pangos. Says that's, so. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. That I interesting. wonder how. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you just a lot more writing for other people. Yeah, maybe. I mean, other or producing for the people. Other podcasts would do this research. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't. <laughs> um, uh, so ninety mil final DJ DJ Jamie Hartley is he higher <laughs> or lower than half of Daft Punk? Listen, mate, if Jamie's got ninety mil, we need to talk. <laughs> it uh, is higher, seventeen point nine billion dollars. Thank you. <laughs> $17.9 billion, guys. Um, there we go. There we go. So, and I'm stood here. And we just in a little just basement learned. doing a podcast <laughs> with you two. Humble. Yeah. <laughs> stay, stay humble. Um, gang, um, every week there is a uh, discount to um, all of our DJ courses. So any individual uh, DJ course you buy, you just use the code off the record for um, 20% off any individual DJ course, or if you want 75% off all DJ courses, the complete package is now live, which is, um, yeah, 20 plus courses, uh, 50 hours of bonus content, access to all future courses as well. Um, just to let you know, there is a music management course coming in the next month or so, um, and a STEMS one by the end of the year. So um, do we have questions from the gang do we've got anything? a few but just before just, yeah. so just to promote like obviously get your questions in now we're going to answer them soon but we need to just talk about Beatport streaming oh sorry oh, CDJ yeah. 3000 missed it. Missed it. Missed it. tech yeah. section so we're just um, going to start this uh, podcast again guys <laughs> welcome right back, back to another episode of right back Jamie's got to park his Bentley <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah we need to have a little chat about it yeah. uh, we haven't done anything on it yet because We've had issues with it being in, uh, we're in an office. Yeah. And we can't afford internet. Basically, though. like, we're trying to <laughs> get piggyback off the office internet into, like, our own personal router to be able yeah. to get internet into the CDJs properly. Uh, but, you know, we're going to test it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Which is the beauty to, of a thing, not having actual Wi-Fi inside it. Yeah, yeah. This is the big downside of the yeah. CDJs compared to Denon. Mm. All the Denon gear, we just log in. Yep. Um, so yeah, we hit hurdle with that, but I am still excited regardless the fact that Beatport streaming has come to CDJs. I know it's nothing compared to all the denim products, but it is a big move for Pioneer to bring yeah. the first streaming integration. I'm hoping that means other streaming integrations will be popping up well, soon. Well, I mean, BeatSource is the same API, isn't it? So yeah, that should, yeah. Surely, should be plug and play, really. Surely, yeah. Um, um, and it ultimately means that you can be connected through a router and have all your CDJs connected via ProDJ link. You can just log in on one CDJ after you've updated to the latest firmware. And then you can play across all four decks and you can even use like the touch preview to preview the tracks off Beatport yeah. before you actually load them into the deck. Um, you can, you know, store all of these songs as well within a, a mix and mash within the cloud library sync, which yeah. is Recordbox's like version of you putting stuff in, in the cloud, you know, your own music. Mm. And so you can have music from Beatport streaming and your own music all in like a cloud space mm -hmm. and then DJ that way. 
I, I feel like it's kind of natural that they've gone Beatport first because a lot of yeah. the clientele that use yeah. the Pioneer gear, the big artists, probably get a lot of the music from Beatport. Yeah. Um, so it kind of makes sense for them to, to roll that out first. Yeah. But yeah. pretty exciting for the industry. I, I wonder good. if they're going to roll it out on like, you know, your XZs and RX3s mm. and Opus Quads. Uh, be good if they do. I hope so. You would have mm. thought, like, it, I feel surely, like it makes almost more sense. On yeah, those. surely yeah. now with Beats, the Beat Source, part, sorry, the Beatport <coughs> partnership, surely the next controller will have him built uh, Beatport. I mean, yeah. what a weird thing to not have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be so weird. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about the streaming, like something that I will definitely use. It'd be so handy. I think uh, the good thing is as well, as soon as you put like your USB in, it's basically caching everything to your USB. So mm. when you're setting hot cues on the fly and things like that, it's it's saving them to that USB. So then when you come back next time, it's it's all there for you. Yeah. Or you can do that within sort of export mode and then take it there. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's good. It's a good move. Again, still not, as frictionless as it needs to be, but yeah, you know, yeah. one step at a time, guys. We'll get there. Yeah, one step at a time. All right, questions, right. questions, couple questions, guys. See what we got. Oh, we'll go. All right, then. Um, I want to buy DJ gear between Rev Seven and Flex Ten, but I'm confused which one is the best. I'm not even. I think that reframe it. It's not which one is the best. They're both great controllers. Yeah. The big difference is you've got motorized moving platters on one and you've got static jog wheels on the other. So the Rev 7 is very much designed for the battle DJs, the ones that want to be doing routines, learning how to scratch, beat juggle, do all of that kind of stuff. Um, and it inherits that whole layout. The Flex 10 is more like you're kind of, you know, I don't know, it's got all the features open, you need, yeah. open, open format, format a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um it works with multitude of softwares, yeah. you know, whereas the Rev 7, it's like, you're a Serato DJ that wants to play, you know, routines and do, mm. you know, cool tricks. The Flex 10 is like, you know, I want to take this out and maybe do gigs with it. I want to, you know, have the ability to switch between record box and try record box and Serato. Yeah. And I also want all those performance features there. You'll it's be happy stem, with stem, both of them. Stems on it as well, hasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it does, yeah. But the Rev 7 is better. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> joke, joke. Uh, Someone said SoundCloud bootlegs. Can they be used in YouTube mixes? Uh, yeah. 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 It's a actually yeah. a good thing. It's actually like one of the fun, most thing you, fun things you can do. Yep. SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Um, just, yeah, going on a tune hunt and just saving them and, you know, get, getting a free download, like using Hyptit and supporting the guys that are making these edits. Yeah. Um, and they keep your set unique as well, as opposed to, you know, playing For B, sure. Beatport Top 10. Um, yeah thousands of editors out there and once you find a good section of stuff that you like it's, it's yeah. really it's really it makes like tune hunting a lot more fun mm. check out Bandcamp as well Bandcamp if you've not yeah. seen that so we've got two comments here just about gigs just off the back of you know success and people's experiences like we were speaking about earlier in the podcast yep. DJ AD uh, Foster is all about taking the chance and asking went to an event at a brewery last month chatted with staff they had me play their Pride Party on Sunday. Played for eight hours. They've now booked me for New Year's Eve. Nice. Yeah. I mean, this is what it's about. Them little, like. them little opportunities. You've just got to like give a, like put a little branch out there now and again. Yeah. And you just never know. Like I think that don't know what's you know stops people. Obviously that little mental block. But the smallest little interactions can lead to like insane opportunities. Mm. This is another good one. Something to always remember. DJ Bashhead last month was Great. on my first club gig, and funny thing, my head was all over thinking of the vibe of the place, time I will play and what they will think of the music. But I just said, F it, I'm playing. Like, yeah, just not overthinking it. You Big know, it, it's For so sure. easy, especially in this first club gigs. You know, we, we had an email today even about this mm. um, from one of our students. And it's, it's that thing of like, it's so easy to just get caught in this 
headspace of like, oh, am I going to do the right thing? Is it all going to go to plan? Am I going to do great? Like, and you get trapped in it and that can actually be detrimental because it can, then you focus on any slight little negative that happens. And I guarantee you, there are going to be things that don't go to plan. Yeah. You know, there's going to be transitions that aren't perfect. And if you're in that headspace of like, oh, I hope things don't go wrong, you're going to hook onto those yeah. little things when they do go wrong. Not if they do go wrong, when they go wrong. And you'll hook onto them. Yeah. Not all the 90% of the set that's going great, mm-hmm. um, which is what you want to focus on. And I guarantee if you do focus on that little mistake, it starts to build that stress up inside you. And then you, you make another mistake and then another one. And, it, and it's a self-fulfilling thing. So definitely mm-hmm. just thinking let's just relax into this but I, but I think also like that sort of pre-gig thing that never that will never go away that's not a thing that you can just like master uh, mm. obviously it gets easier over time but like i was saying in the office earlier like even though it, the, the gig i had in a for like up until it i was still thinking about it and i was planning and over planning a set and will this work will this not work and then you know what happens as soon as you press play on deck one it's like that all goes away yeah and like your instincts just kick in and all the preparation you've done makes it so easy because you're like, oh, that's, I've planned for this. It's all good. Yep. Um, I think it's more the anticipation that's, that gets people mm-hmm. and you're trying to like, trying to perfect like every little thing. And, you know, m- most DJ sets aren't perfect. That's the point no. of it. That's the whole point of it. Your mm. next DJ set won't be, the, if you if you make your DJ set perfect, the next one's going to be different anyway. Yeah. So, so what's the point in trying to make a perfect DJ set when you're never going to have the same DJ set? Yep. Um, this one a bit more technical, but, uh, Michael said, I have a Prime 4. What do you think about setting the tempo to its highest setting to analyze a playlist? I'm guessing like the analyzation options here. Do you think it will be true to uh, the analyzation as in like, is it going to get the right BPM? I think a lot of softwares have like brackets that you choose. Like um, oh. when you analyze your music between a certain BPM, maybe it's like uh. between 80 BPM to 150 BPM or 90 BPM to 100. 70 bpm or something so all i'd say is just think about like what is the majority of your music you know where does it sit within that Uh, most of the time it doesn't really matter because the brackets are so wide anyway it catches nearly everything but it's usually the ones at the end of the brackets like for example bear in mind that a drum and bass track could be analyzed at 174 bpm which is its actual bpm yeah 174 beats per minute but it can also be analyzed at half time which is 87 bpm which is half of 174 um so which isn't wrong necessarily it's just the half time of its bpm so it's basically counting every other beat yeah um both are correct and it depends where you want your music to sit in your library and if you've got a range in your software set between you know that and say 170 it won't it won't analyze it 174 bpm it will analyze it at 87 bpm for example a drum and bass track and then that's the same with various genres as well mm. so just something to bear in mind a bit more technical but definitely a very good question sure. um and then another technical question what cloud format would you recommend for Recordbox? Could you do a Dropbox? They actually recommend Dropbox. They and their do top now, tier plan actually includes like unlimited Dropbox. Yep. So if you just pay just for one top tier plan of Recordbox, you don't have to pay for Dropbox as well. You get it included in it. Or if you go the plan down, you'll have to subscribe to Dropbox as well. If you're going to go over like, you know, I don't know what the free terabyte thing is. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend using Dropbox for that. Um, and then this, let's finish on yes. this amazing question. Roland on the rope said, if you were to start again from scratch as a professional in 2023, what would be your first three steps? It's good if we were to start again. Um, first three steps would be uh, finding good music. Yep. Getting a controller. 
building a community. Are they steps? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I think I think they're, I think they're sort of the, more, the most important way to sort of get your first gig, I think. Yeah, get music first before anything. Yeah. And then get your equipment. You're going to need that to learn your skills. And then network a few people in your area or some friends that you can sort of connect with on a deeper level over music, I think. Let's say just um, to get a different answer, just it says to start scratch as a professional. Now, let's imagine that we know how to DJ mm. and we're trying to start from scratch getting gigs because we've had yeah. time off, but we're still a confident DJ. We've had time off and now we're like, I want to get back in the industry. I want to, I want to. I want to do this. Do this. Like, what, what, what do we think the first three steps? I think community is a good one there because you need to involve yourself in the scene in a community that you want to be playing in. Um, and that might be building your own community, like throwing your own parties, you know, just, just literally socializing and networking and just being around other people that are interested in the same music. Um, so community is definitely first step. Yeah. Social, Does that extend social to... Social proof. Yeah? Social proof, yeah. Like content, content is king. 100% content. So yeah, I'd work on a bit of a strategy for content um, and start that ball rolling. Third step? Uh, networking, 100%. Like you've got to get out there in front of the right people. Yeah. Like, you just got to, got, got to use your content to get you gigs. Um, simple as that. And put it in front of people. Yep. Yep. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you guys for listening, watching. Please, please like and subscribe. That does really, really help. Um, again, one last t uh, shout out for anyone listening. Use the code off the record for 20% off any individual DJ course. Or there is 75% of all courses with the complete DJ package. And we will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.